0: If he was a yeah. 90s rapper, I feel like he would be considered the greatest of all time. Is he in
1: the top
2: four?
0: For me, yes.
1: Hey y'all, welcome to the Barbershop Type Podcast, the podcast where my guests and I debate our top five lists of current and past topics that are relevant for millennials like you. And who am I? My name is Tony Lee and I'll be the host for today's show. After we debate our top five lists and back up our standings, my guests will enter the buzz cut laying around where they'll each have to quickly formulate a convincing buy and an argument on the top five lists or topic my choosing. Based on those arguments, I, the decider, will pick which answer will resonate with me the most. However, the only catch is that each guest has a total of 50 seconds for their argument. Over the time, or if they can't finish the argument, they'll get penalized points, and I may give the oppositional guests the advantage. So subjectively, and possibly, this is the... Only artist that will be talking today that came out with four straight albums that have been particularly really good. There hasn't been an album that's been weak. That's also subjective and arguable. But most cases, most media fa- factions out there and also uh, media outlets and, you know, critics, musical critics and all that would say that. He dropped an album in end of May that not only broke the internet, also made it to number one on iTunes in less than 43 minutes. Yep, that's right. 43 fucking minutes. And all of his tracks on the same album made it into the top 40 of the top 100 Billboard charts. This album, if you're not aware of it, is called The Off Season. Ironically, though, however, in his off season from his day job of making music, he's also a pro basketball player for the Rwanda Patriots in the Basketball African League. Today, we will be talking about no other than one of the most lyrically and overall geniuses ever hailing from North Carolina, a man with a dollar and a dream, Jermaine Cole, aka J. Cole. So today's topic will be our top five favorite J. Cole songs. Now, before we dive into our lists and the discussion for today, let me introduce to you my guest for today. Again, for these artists... When I bring them on, I bring on the most hardcore diehard fans who've been listening to them since day one. And I mean, the first person I could really, these three are the first people who I can really think of. Top of my mind, who knows every, who will vouch, who will vow for them, who puts them on a pedestal. You know what I mean? But with that being said, let me introduce you to one of my guests for today. When I hang out with this guy, um, which is quite often, he he, uh, raps a lot. Um, He sings a lot of songs and he goes word for word, which is quite impressive. And he's not ashamed of it either. But for this instance, J. Cole, I'm surprised that he has one song that I didn't think that was going to be on his list. But hopefully he has his honorable mentions. But just to introduce him, you've heard him on multiple basketball podcasts one about defensive plays of playoffs history all time a couple music ones here and there one was T-Pain as well so if you can introduce yourself Ezekiel Arrigan and give us a teaser statement for your list today please
0: hello again everyone my name is Ezekiel or friends call me easy and to honest, I don't think my list is that bad I think it's a pretty good list this is just going based off of what I personally like so it's and like there are a couple on there that I think most people will kind of agree with, the others that people might not. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear everyone's list and then see what everyone has to say for the Buscog Lightning round. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> and thank you for having me
1: on the show. No, thank you, bro. Um, I really appreciate, Easy. You, You're one of those guys who will sing like or rap any song that you like, and and regardless of if it's 2021 or 2050, J Cole songs will you'll always play. Uh, um that's the thing that i could definitely confidently say the thing is also this one song that i I seen your list and this is for everyone's list everyone yeah has only one song that's the same but everyone's list is quite different which is actually real it speaks a lot about j cole but also with that being said i'm surprised there's one song like i mentioned a bit earlier that you don't have on there which actually features two of your favorite artists currently yeah we'll talk about that when we when we dive into your list but yeah with that being said yeah we'll move on to uh the next guest for today thank you easy for hopping on really appreciate it my next guest here he's a rapper he, you've heard him on the top five well-produced songs uh, from season three. He was on that episode as you know as a rapper, but he's also produced some of his songs as well. I don't know if I can fully assume this, but J. Cole is probably one of your inspirations in terms of who you look up to in terms of how you rap. Again, your songs, Bobby, are less hip hop, Oh, sorry, less like mumble rap and more so like hip hop, which is what J. Cole is. I appreciate that from you already, as it is. That's why I had you on. And J. Cole, of course, you you live and die by J- Jermaine Cole. So. Uh, I appreciate um, that.
3: I love you. Lots of me. That's,
1: yeah. No, yeah. like,
3: I, uh, that's a true statement. I mean, I feel like I don't need to do a plug on this one. Uh, <laughs> but he's like, he's been kind of what I've always wanted to be, as sort of a rapper in terms of like how he's able to songwrite. He's mm-hmm. able to make songs that are like bangers, still be about something. Yeah. That's sort of how my list breaks down as well too. Like, okay. there's a difference between like, there's a difference between best songs and most influential songs, mm. and I find that that's hard to do with Jay Cole because he's got songs like, you know, like a Dollar and a Dream and stuff like that that just yeah. have such a big meaning, even though they're not like it might not be the best song because it's one of his earlier ones. Do you know what I mean yes. like it's yeah. just? I saw Chance the Rapper, but I got to go for free, luckily. Mm. And but besides that, the only person I've ever paid to see was Jay Cole. At the it ACC, was a All right? Yeah, it was for four. I was the four-year eyes only tour.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
3: That was like when neighbors came out and stuff like that. Like that mm-hmm. was a crazy. That show was amazing. I went with it, We were. I, I went with Abina. I was like, oh. But anyways, like those okay. are like moments that like I'll always remember and hold true to me as an artist. Like he'll always be number one for me, mm-hmm. which is hard because Drake is also like number one. But you know, this <laughs> about J. Cole. So
1: anyways, yeah. no, he's influenced course. me like on how I rate and stuff like that a ton for sure. Thank you again, Bobby, for hopping on. Uh-huh. I can't wait to hear your insight on how that influenced you and whatnot. But yeah, uh-huh. from your list, again, you have that one song that everyone has, but a few of them are definitely an older. Definitely, I can see that as well, which is somewhat of what my list also contains. But yeah, I, I really thought that you were going to say um, you went to the Dollar in a Dream tour, but I guess you didn't hit up Canada for that one. So
3: No, no, I haven't... Uh... It was I probably more about money at that time because those concerts get pretty expensive, and I could just never understood how people were able to pay so much money to go see a concert. And then, well, well, he, well,
1: wasn't sorry, sorry to interrupt. Wasn't the Dollar and yeah. Dream Tour? He charged everyone a Everybody dollar. Everybody a
3: dollar, but I don't yeah. think he touched Canada. No, I don't think he touched Canada. Yeah. No, and that might have been be, no. that might have been before. Like I got like J Cole. Like a, a lot of his stuff had been released. Like like light, like you know, lights, please was like the first song that I listened to him that was like. Mm-hmm a banger like by him that i like fell in love with so there was a lot of stuff that was already out and that he was on a move on that i wasn't really aware of but
1: oh, thank you again bobby for your time today no problem appreciate appreciate me having me on again this is always fun of course of course of course thank you man moving on to my third guest here for today good friend of mine as well he's actually a singer but he had his lyrics he's a very heavy lyricist and when we were working together a few years ago and kind of you know, spent our paychecks on the MIDI boards and, you know, and and toying around with that shit. As I alluded to in the producing episode, this is my friend that I actually bought uh, these equipment with. And he's a lyrical genius behind it. And I'm more so, in the voice, and I'm more so the, the beat making <laughs> guy behind it. So, but with that being said, J. Cole is one of his favorite artists as well. And you'll probably him hear him say this, at least once today, and I'll say it for him. For him, he's more of an old head. He listens to a bunch of the older stuff, but on this list, he'll explain more as to why he chose what he chose. But Ali Sukru, if you can please introduce yourself and give us a teaser statement for your list, please.
2: Thank you, Tony. Yeah, I'm um, uh, Ali Sukru here. You might have heard me on a few of the other podcasts that Tony's had. It's always a pleasure to be on the podcast. I really enjoy them. But I have to say, this podcast is probably my favorite one or it's going to mm. be my favorite one. Cause I was thinking about it today, like trying to make my list. I've been going through a lot of J Cole stuff. I, I listened to his mixtapes and everything and trying to just come up with a list was so hard. And I, I messaged Tony a few times, just being like, man, I've changed my list so many times and I keep changing it. And even now I'm looking yeah. at my list and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, well, Oh wait, I missed this song or mm. I want to, I want to change the order, but I'm going to just hold it to the top five that I have right now. The only thing I'll say is, and I said this to Tony before, Forest Hills Drive is probably my all-time favorite album. So you'll probably notice that on my list as well. But I did try and diversify it. I almost was going to do one song from each album because that's how much I love J. Cole. But even that wouldn't work for me because there's so many songs that are from Forest Hills that I just love too. So we'll just see what happens. Favorite album ever? I'd yeah, put it yeah. I'd put it I'd put it up there in like my top five hundred percent. That's a respect. On that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, trust me. When he said that yesterday, I was like, all right, well, what right he put his uh, top five? Ever rap albums ever. Yep. yep. definitely Wait,
0: this last one that just came out.
1: No, 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 no. Uh, four sales. Four sales.
0: Oh. Yeah. Oh.
1: Which which I mean, which I mean you he does have like ever? Ever. and it started gentlemen ladies
0: no i shall meet myself
1: (laughs) no but but thank you ali no uh, that that's the thing like i think this is where the the you're an old head music purist approach comes in with an exception this is the only exception because forest hills wasn't an older project of his like when you were hop- when you hopped on to the Drake episode. <laughs> you, uh, was it the Drake one or the weekend? One? Yeah. I don't know. No, yeah, it was the
2: Drake, Drake one.
1: The Drake one. Yeah. When you hopped on to that one, you had everything from like, was so far gone and like to take care. And that was it. Yeah. For the most yeah. part. Yeah.
0: I mean, uh, that was really good.
1: Those ones were really good. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> thank for thank sure. you. For <laughs> sure. But yeah. Um, no, when I, I kind of, he, yeah. Ali asked me fuck i have like 25 songs like what can i choose and and i kind of sarcastically said yeah you could choose a top six and he thought i was saying the truth but no bro like i'm making exception for one artist this is still still the same thing any any artist any topic but the honorable mentions list always comes into play so again like your list is probably the same as my list in terms of honorable mention as as in regards to how many songs will be on there Cause I, I, like I told you, bro, like there's at least like 10 to 15 on there that like I could have tossed on. So, Um, but again, thank you, Ali. Really appreciate your time today and can't wait to hear your list as well. Appreciate it. Yeah. So as again, um, listeners at home needed to tell you who I am. You already know who I am. So, um, my list is a mix of the older stuff. I'd say a couple of them are from his early, early projects. But then one of them is um, actually a song that's featured that J. Cole's featured in, and it's not even his song. So, yeah, that's the only teaser statement I have from my list. But with that being said, we'll hop into the random number generator to figure out who gets to go first. Second and third, I go last because I'm the host. Right now it's saying number eight, rest in peace, Kobe. Bobby, since I introduced you first, can you please choose a number between one to 25, please? Two. Number two. Okay. Easy. Can you please give me a number from 1 to 25, please?
0: 19.
1: 19. Okay. And Allie, last but not least. Every time, 14. <laughs> 2, 19, and 14. Okay. Spinning in 3, 2. All right. Um, it's at number 17. So it's very close. Easy. You got to go first with number 19. Uh, Ali, you got to go second. With number 14, and then Bobby, you got to go third, with number two, and I'll go last as always. So, easy. if you can please break down your list for us of the top five J. Cole songs that's on your list for today. Yeah, if there's an order, give us the order. If there's not, uh, then tell us that there's not. But yeah, go ahead.
0: All right. So, for me, my top five, I'm not really going to go with honorable mentions, but I'll go in reverse from five to one. So, for me, my number five is actually the album of the year, Freestyle. Mm. I really enjoyed that as like it was really great. It was just like it wasn't too long, but it was like great bars, great like, you know, lyrics and everything. Everything was very clear enunciated. seated. Mm-hmm. Um number four, it's actually also as short, it's Ishigon it Pop.
1: Okay.
0: Um I really like that one. I love his old stuff, so that was like kind of the old fool with it. Mm-hmm. Number three for me is Villuminati. Um from Born Tena album. Mm-hmm. Open line, amazing. Number two, sacrifices. His first album that he came out with was Jimville, mm-hmm. and then number one, I guess, no role models. They don't need, they don't really need the explanation for that one. So that's my number one.
1: All right, perfect. Thank you for your list today, Easy. I posted on the okay. chat for everyone his list, and I'll be posting everyone's list after once they're done. But yeah, again, solid list. I uh, it's different from. Everyone from uh, don't don't give me your reaction. So I'm sure it's different from everyone else's list so far. The only song again that I think um, that I will clearly say is no role models. I think that's the only song that's on everyone's list. That's very consistent. But the order of it is quite fascinating. I will say that is she going pop. Which album was that from? Um, it's from Born Center. Oh, OK, OK, OK. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's the only song that I don't remember that clearly or my I, I might have skipped it <laughs> it's a um, song that has
2: a, a good lyrics like it's yeah. a lyrical song so yeah. i can see why you picked that
1: mm, Fair enough. yeah yeah i can i can see it too because Easy's is a very lyrical guy so like again like i alluded to like he he'll, he'll rap every single word if he if he okay. knows it like a spot on too which is quite quite impressive
0: which ones did you think that which one were you surprised that i didn't add to my list
1: Can oh. i take a guess yeah go ahead
2: yeah, in the morning. No, or uh, power trip maybe.
0: No, I like power trip. It's honorable mention.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get there once everyone shares a yeah. list. But no, it's not that one. It's pretty little fears.
0: Oh yeah, I like that.
1: Yeah, because it's uh, black is one of your favorite artists and Jay Z is one of your favorite artists too. That's why yeah. I was quite surprised that oh, I didn't make your list.
3: That's such a good fucking it's song. such a good song. Yeah, that's why I said I'm not gonna. I didn't even think that about pitch. that. I know you said features were allowed, but I didn't even. Damn. You, bro. Nice. You, bro. That is one of my all-time
0: favorite songs in general. Yeah. For Jaco, it's so hard, bro. Like the top five. Like we go now. I- that's why I think my Ali had like a fucking top <laughs> twenty-five list.
3: I wouldn't say if- top twenty-five. I could do top ten. Like, top 10, you'd have an argument. Like, you'd have to leave a few bangers out in top 10. Yeah. Top 25, you could... Like, he's due for a, a greatest hits. Drake could... Drake's going to have to release, like, four. <laughs>
1: yeah, Drake can all basically make two... Al- yeah, four albums of greatest hits, if you mm, want. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, I'll give a yeah. little,
3: foresh- uh, full little foreshadow to the head rounds, but, you know, like, I just think, like... <laughs> There's a theme here when we're talking about the two of them that, like, as much as J- Kendrick needs to make an album with him, like, mm. I think
0: Drake needs to get in there too as well. Oh yeah, a Drake and Cole album. Oof. Yeah, I, but the thing is, I think like Kendrick is the more anticipated one because of like they've like f- like I guess they've
1: seen, had songs like, together.
0: Yeah, they've they've had songs, but they've, they've like you know they kind of gave us a preview of what was gonna happen. Yeah, like five years ago, and then like, they just didn't do anything. So part of me that think that one's just been more anticipated.
3: Yeah, I think J. Cole's part of me, part of me thinks he was like, I got to make my, like, I got to take care of my own first yeah. before, like, I'm going to start doing stuff like that. Like, I feel yeah. like he got to a point, because he started really looking inwards rather than outwards when it came to, like, mm-hmm.
0: a Dreamville and stuff like that. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm actually but, happy for.
3: Like, oh, boss, yeah. is, boss is his manager's brother. Oh, shit. Sure. Oh, wow. Like, Eve is his manager, and that's Boss's brother. Oh, but, like. Do you know what I mean? Like I didn't find yeah. that until re- like not too long ago either. Like when I so mm-hmm. I realize it's a little bit more of like he's bringing his own people up first, and then he'll probably do yeah. something great with like Kendrick eventually, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been yeah. doing a lot more songs right now with Jimville and features, oh yeah, and mm-hmm. some other guys. So I completely understand. Yeah,
3: like when they did My it, was underrated. The, Dr- underrated Your past is underrated. is unreal. Underrated, hundred
2: percent. Agreed. 100% agreed.
3: Revenge of the Dreamers, like, when they did that, he put just enough popular names outside of the label to make it, like,
2: known. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And then everybody else was from Dreamville. From Dreamville. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: was it Meek Mill
3: on one of those? In one of those sessions? I don't know if you guys remember that or not.
1: Oh, he might have been featured in the video, like, popped in.
3: Yeah. But in he wasn't on a
1: song. Like, I not listened it. to Revenge of the Dreamers director's cut, like, God knows how much. How many yeah. times. But, like, no, Mill, like no no big, no big artist was on there. It was all Dreamville artists and like smaller artists. I guess yeah. it wasn't Dreamville. Yeah, yeah. That's why it was so good. That's why it was what so a, good. You're like, what? who the fuck are these guys? Like, yeah. the what
3: promo campaign? Promo campaign. Yeah. Uh, just put yeah. the famous
1: artists in the pictures before the album's released. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, thank you again, Easy, for your list today. My pleasure. Um, and yeah, can't wait to see uh, how long your honorable mentions list goes for, but. <laughs> Ali, do you want to go next? I can
2: can definitely get the list out. So I'll just get started right away. I'll hop right into it. I'm going to go from number five to number one. So number one being my favorite one. Um, So number five, I have Wet Dreams. Um, (laughs) That song just, I don't want to say too much but i think i think everyone <laughs> seems to seems to have an idea of why that
1: might be on the list just say it just say uh, it man i don't get monetized it's Fuck just it. It. it's just
2: it's just a song that kind of brings you back and you like think to yourself oh damn i might have gone through something like that you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, buddy. so I'll, I'll, I'll say that as number five yeah. um number four i went with trouble from born mm, sinner yeah i just like I love the beats, the beat when it like, I think it's the second verse when he comes in and the beat kind of like changes. And he's talking about how he's like sitting in class and mm-hmm. um, he cheated off the test. And then the girl's like, don't you know this shit already? And like, aren't you rich already? <laughs> and ain't like, you
0: rich already?
2: And he's like, yeah, but I got dumb as shit hanging around <laughs> these rappers because they're dumb as shit. Like, it's just, I don't <laughs> know, man, that just. And then he talks about how like the one kid might think that J. Cole is his dad like 12 years oh yeah earlier, right? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like just just the the lyrics in that and that's him more bragging more than it is him being like lyrical in a sense that he's giving mm-hmm. meaning it's him mm-hmm. bragging so i like seeing that side of Cole too number three is no role models i just mm-hmm. love I, I love that song um and i said i love forest hills Drive. so that one i had to put on there and then they obviously um like there was four or five other songs from Forest Hills drives that that I could have yeah. put in there as well. Yeah. Uh, number two, this one's kind of an old one. I put who that just cause oh. I like, I like the video for that one. Like when I want I remember watching that video, like I was younger when it came out and watching that video and I was like, okay, I like this guy. Like I like his style. I like the way he's rapping and he's just like, and I, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that that video was shot in one take. Like there was no, there was no like oh, wow. cut and stuff it was oh like a boring. one take yeah like one take, take shot because like, yeah. he's walking on the street like he's walking all over the street and, mm-hmm. and he's rapping at the same time mm-hmm. so i love that and then number one was g-o-m-d get off my day. Hey. so i just love the ending of that song like yeah, his last his last <laughs> verse yeah. like when i heard him say everything that he says in that last last bit of the song i was like okay that's it he's the best that's it. That for me, I was like, when he's like, um, what did he say? He's like, um, you can test, you can test, and I'm gonna stretch out that go for all y'all if I left out this one for everybody on my testicle. Please make sure you put the rest in your mouth. And I was like, man, cool, just went I should off. put the rest of you in your mouth. Hope I was like, man, like I just, I yeah, like and and he talks about how, like even in the even in the west I'm the best or like even in the south I'm the best. Like he's just yeah. So when Jay Cole starts bragging, like, I think he hits another level for me. He just Mm -hmm. like when he starts bragging about himself and he does that a little bit on his new album, too. Like there's Mm -hmm. parts where he's where he's bragging. But then the other part I love about Cole is he can totally switch it up. And then you got songs like Is She Going Pop? And he's just he's being lyrical and he and he's talking about things that you're like, OK, I I could see myself in a situation like that. Or he has another song on some of his mixtapes where um, it's premeditated murder. It's an old song that he has, but he like he likes this girl and the girl has a boyfriend, but he's trying to figure out a way to get with the girl. So he like talks about how he's going to like drive in front of them and like break the car and they get into an accident. And then he's going to move in and be like, I hope you're OK and try and be her friend. And then he gets with her, And like it's just insane. Like his his storytelling is another level, too. So that's my list for now. Now. for now I, saying, <laughs> I keep saying for now because it could change i had other yeah. songs on it and i took them off and i changed them i moved mm-hmm. them around so mm-hmm. but that's the list i'm gonna go with for for now
1: we'll we'll read we'll read the royal script after um once it's <laughs> all said and much, done
3: yo, i very much agree just to note that like he hits another level i feel like once he starts talking in rhyme mm. it's like over like he gets like that's how he goes and he just can't stop sort of thing right like definitely i, I know what you're saying though like Flipped.
1: yeah and I, I and i love your get off my dick like that that like low like beat switch at last verse like it was yeah. like when you said like he was bragging it felt like for me it felt like a response to kendrick lamar's verse on electronica a little bit oh, yeah. yeah because uh, he was calling everyone out in a sense and he responded back right sort of thing like don't but forget cole does it
2: like cole does it in like a, it's not subtle, subtle way it's subtle it, it is it's it not is i don't know but just the way he does it, like, and there's so many cool songs that I listen to. Like, I literally will get goosebumps listening to his songs. So yeah. that's why I didn't even know, like, which songs to pick.
3: Well, he's conscious, like, 80% of the song. So by the end of it, like, when he does it, it's like, finally, you're pointing out, like, okay, you know how good you are. Okay, good, good. Like, everyone's just like, <laughs> all right, you've done some bragging, at least. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's overbearing or arrogant. It's more like, all right, you know, you kind of got that minimum portion in. It's yeah. confident. It's not conceited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, exactly. Yeah. It's not like it's the whole song, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. Big difference between conceited and confidence, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right, Bobby. Uh, whenever you're ready, let's uh, hear your list.
3: Uh, uh, so number five, like I have honorable mentions too, but I'll leave those alone. Um, forbidden Fruit slash Neighbors. And I'm mm. keeping those together because they're technically the same beat. So Neighbors is Forbidden Fruit reversed. With like yes. some sound, some snares are removed and stuff like that. And uh, Jay Cole actually like there was a performance in Anaheim where he like confirmed it. He like explained the beat out loud at a concert, and they like played Forbidden Fruit, and they like slowed it. There's videos on YouTube. They like slowed it down, and then they slowed it down, and then they reversed it, sort of like to half, like till it ended, and then they put it in the other direction, and then it became Neighbors. Mm-hmm. And they performed Neighbors. When I wa- when I saw him perform Neighbors, he showed us the videos of the SWAT teams kicking down the doors, like the uh, footage and stuff like that. Like he put that up on the screen. It was really, he explained the whole story. It was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, uh, it was pretty, it was a pretty good experience. But anyways, that's number five for me. Number four is Lights, Please. That was like the first high school song, like first song I ever listened to. It was in high school, I think. We used to play that in the change room in like grade nine or 10, I think. That was a great song. Like, I forget what year that came out in. It's been so long. Um, lights
1: please yeah oh uh let me google this up it's it's my favorite album from him I myself. it
3: might have come in i don't think it's came out
1: after no way
2: that's 2011 that's graduation year for me
1: yeah so your last year yeah there you go the thing with
2: with lights please though it was actually from his mixtape before it was on his album yes
1: yes because it was a
2: song that it was a song yes. that Jay Z heard that made Jay Z want to sign
3: him. and that was back then when, like, I went to like I went to for music. Like, there wasn't <laughs> streaming services. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's so yep. I can't like da- I can't really date that song.
2: Right? I was on I was on that piff.
3: Yeah, that piff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, like, just shout out to like the song "Coming Home" because he also did that before P Diddy did too. So, um, anyways, number three is Lost Ones. That was like a really big deal. That song was just like amazing to me in the first place because he told the whole fucking story that was like emotionally point of view and had like an applicable meaning for Mm -hmm. our age group. And it was just an amazing song. And it was like uh, I ended up writing this like when I first time I listened to it, it was years before this, but I ended up going Mm -hmm. through a similar situation and I wrote a song very much. Like akin to that song i very much inspired by lost ones to write my song about it Mm -hmm. so uh that one will always be a big deal to me even though it's not like it's not like the catchiest or whatever it's Mm. just like he he tells a story and it and it vibes the whole song like there's not a missed beat or anything like that um my second one is this is probably my favorite one of all time personally but Number one is going to be the one that's common with everybody else. Uh, Number two is Love Yours. Love Yours is like my favorite. It's probably, I think like, like anytime I listen to that song, I'll never get sick of that song. Uh That is probably like, he wrote a hip hop song that is really well done and it's trying to teach people. I've been on both sides of this and you should trust my word about it's not Mm -hmm. that as good as you think it is.
2: When he first released this, Sorry, I was gonna say the grass ain't always greener. It's where you water it. Shout out that Big song, Shine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. When Love Yours came out on 2014 Four Souls Drive, I was like still like I was in it was like birds nest, wasn't it? It was my birthday when that came out. Actually, I remember this. And that song yeah. played and it made me feel better about not making it. Or like, do you know what I mean? It made me like think about it. Okay, like what happens if I would like if it ever happened, like maybe I wouldn't have wanted it to happen like uh-huh. listening to his song. Cause he says like in his song, he's like, listen to me. Like he actually asks for your trust in the yeah. song. And uh, I used to listen to that song all the time on the way home just to like, I don't know, calm me down or like remind me like what was important. So that's Not gonna top lie. Top I, ha-
2: I had that song on my list, but I took that one off. Oh, and really? I- yeah. I changed that one, but I did have that instead of uh, wet dreams. I had that on there.
3: I like the put White Dreams on there because <laughs> I had to consider that one too. I'm glad we were on the same wavelength. We've had to mix definitely. it up, right? That's good. Definitely. Yeah.
2: definitely.
3: Um, And like when I went to see him live at the ACC and he performed that, I sat down. I didn't want to mm. be like singing it. Like I wanted to like watch definitely. him perform it. Yeah, exactly. Because when you sing along, like you know what I mean? Like I was fairly drunk too. So like all the bang, like can't get enough like Mr. Nice Watch, like we were going wild. It was awesome. But like <laughs> He performed Love Yours and people kind of like slowed down. I sat down. I was like, I got to watch this. Like, uh-huh. I don't want to be singing. And I heard everybody singing. Oh, it was unbelievable. It was so good. Um, yeah, it's
1: one of those uh, in the stadium and then you put up your lighters moment. You yeah. know, what I mean? like oh, immerse the yourself, you know,
3: all the phones were out. Yeah, it was unbelievable. And then so and then number one is no role models, because in my opinion, 2014 Forest Hill drives as an album is what put him from a B-list celebrity to an A-list celebrity. Like he stopped rapping about being a B list celebrity after that album.
0: He knew he was B list too before that, and then he He did. He talked about being
3: a B list celebrity before that, and I feel like that album was him talking about becoming sort of more like an A lister. Mm -hmm. And like when it came out, like No Role Models was definitely like a confirmation of that song. Like you could play that song in any club to this day, and people go wild. Like yeah, I just think so. Like. Everybody knows that song. Whenever I, I hear someone say first things first, I always say rest in peace. Uncle." <laughs> I was just about
2: to say that. I'm like, that's how you know if someone is a Cole fan, because if they turn around and they're like, I'm the realest, I'm like, get out. Yeah. yeah.
1: Get out. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> yeah right I even forgot what you meant by that. I was like,
3: Wait, what song is that again? <laughs> yeah. Someone at the office the first other day was like, first uh, things first. Uh, first. Um, and I was like, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. And they're like, what? I was like, Never mind. Say Cole. Yeah but yeah like that was a tough list so you know i try to go like he's got him all across the all across albums like from time so man's timeless
1: it is it
3: is i've always Uh, said but he's the ray charles of hip-hop oh
1: interesting like
3: bluesy like do you know what i mean like he's just got a different sound though
1: i i feel like i feel like he would mesh really like he was like a 90s rapper and you just plucked them from the 90s and put them into today. Like, you know, if you know how back, like, you had NWA, you had like Public Enemy, you had uh, Tribe Called Quest. Like, those guys were like rapping about like real life shit. Like, no, if he was a 90s
0: rapper, I feel like you would be considered the greatest of all time. Yeah. Just because I mean. of a lot of the songs that, like, a lot of people who listen to like Pac, or, like the old NWA guy, they, they like J. Cole's type of music, they like to listen to it. Yeah. As some of the older kids, but if he made the music back then, mm. I feel like there'll be a lot more people who will be saying that J. Cole's one of the greatest versus oh, yeah. now because oh, they've yeah. had like Pac, you know, they've had his symbol on the rap game, him, Biggie, N.W.A., Snoop, they've had, um, Jay-Z, they've had those guys, they've made their staple. Yep. So even though his new, well, comparison to those guys, mm-hmm. most people are just like, yeah, but you know, the ghost is like Jay-Z, Biggie, Tupac because of what they did then. But if it well, okay. came out then, I think he would for sure be considered like
1: yeah, yeah. And and well, one of your one of your points that you said earlier, easy, when you said like the more anticipated album would besides Drake and J. Cole would have been Drake and Kendrick, right? Because yeah. of you know certain things. But one of the things is when you pencil in J. Cole, the synonymous person right next to him when you think about it is Kendrick. Right. Yeah. And, and that just puts them in puts them into a different tier than everyone else. Like no disrespect to Drake and like Wheezy and everyone else, but like when, when you categorize them two and you put them in the names of with the ranks of Tupac, Biggie, um, you know, like Jay, Nas, like it's, it's, it's different. It's totally, it's different conversation. Once you put that into the, you know, into that mainframe, mm-hmm. um, Drake, Drake will always be an artist. Like all these guys will always be artists. But like when it comes to rapping, in my opinion, like a hip hop purist for today's generation, you can't walk away saying Kendrick without J. Cole's name and vice versa, unfortunately. They
2: go hand in hand. It's like yeah. it's like it's like the conversation of Pac and Biggie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they have to go
2: hand in hand, right? That's what I feel. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or Jay and Nas. So or Jay
2: and Nas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Bobby, for your list. Uh, and again, I really appreciate, as always, your cross insights of how your influence, J. Cole's influence on your music goes. And it's it's very, you always give out really good, like visual stories on like how it, like the time it affected you and like how it was so important to you. Because for songs like Love Yours, man, like that, that's, that's a, that's a hard hitting song. If you look down to like, and and lost ones too. Like those two songs are like probably two of the most like emotional, arguably like in terms of like him being vulnerable and shit like that. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? And, yeah. And 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 that's why people respect him so much, and and that's why people relate to him a lot more than the rappers who rap about girls, cars, and drugs. You know what I mean? Because well, not his, everyone his, can achieve that. So yeah,
3: in his latest album, he talks about. He's like, I'd rather. He's like, I respect you because you keep it real. If you talk about being a broke rapper, struggling because you have to, like, because it's you know what it's like to be nice, like nice, like a nice rapper, hmm. but you're broke. But you're broke. I That's mean, he can like rap was...
0: about girls and cars and stuff, but yeah. he's he did that, you know, with Young Thug in the London, right? So like, you know, he talked about taking everyone's girl and just like, yeah, just staying there and getting how much he gets paid and everything. But I'm just, like, even that yeah. was a hit too in his Israel. So it's like. But that's not really him. So, but that's how Cole evolved. I think yeah. he realized,
2: like, because if you listen to his albums, like, kind of in order, you can see how he's he's bragging in, in sideline story, like Mr. Nice Watch. He's, yeah. he's and and
1: um, I can't get enough. Can't well,
2: remember the name of the, yeah. Can't get enough with Trey songs. Like he's bragging there, and then and then he did like some freestyles. He did one too. Um, it was a Jay Z and Kanye from Watch the Throne. He, d- he takes the beat from, from I think it's Take Off or Blast Off. Like he takes the beat from the end and he raps on that. And he's talking and he's bragging like constantly. And yeah. then, then when he hit like Forest Hills, that's when he kind of realized like, okay, the fame isn't as important as yeah. like me being who I want to be. And then he went on to For Your Eyes Only. And that was like a concept story album, Oh yeah, right? And then afterwards he had K.O.D., which a lot of people t- didn't really like that album. That was from, from what I heard. At yeah, least. and and that one kind of took me a few listens to get into. Well, mm-hmm. once once I once I listened to it, like I have all his albums and I have all his mixtapes. Yeah. I've bought them. I've, I've legitimately oh, paid for his mixtapes. Like I bought yeah. them online. Ooh.
1: I could vouch for that. <laughs> <That's>...
2: <laughs> like I don't have his newest one yet. Just because mm-hmm. of COVID and stuff, yeah. I, I was going to order it off Amazon, but I I want to have all of his albums. Like it's just yeah. something that that I like I like collecting albums. Tony knows that. Like I have several albums. We used to go after work to HMV and whatnot, and just, <laughs> just pick out HMV out, like three for twenty or something. Oh, yeah,
1: the ASAP Rocky album when it re- release definitely definitely yeah.
2: Definitely. yeah, that yeah. um But yeah, that's cool for you. Like he's mm-hmm. definitely evolved and he's he's hit a new level now. And I well, think he t- gets, sorry, go ahead.
3: No, I was, I was just,
2: no, sorry, man. I, really I, I just think he, he talks about like one of my
3: honorable mentions is let NOS down. And yeah. uh, he talks about that. And I like that. That's also one of the reasons he's one of the greatest of all times is because he tells fucking stories about the inside. So yeah. Day- like, he's,
2: he, he's not afraid to, to let himself, I guess, be exposed. Like, yeah let himself be seen like let people know like i'm human too like i'm just because i'm a rapper and i'm famous doesn't mean like i don't go through the same stuff
0: that's yeah thinking. for me i think that's why i love for your eyes only because it's yeah. literally like it's a whole storytelling album definitely and you listen to it and it's like immortal deja vu for your eyes only everything it's just like it's just it's telling you a story about him the legacy he's leaving you know about what he went through back then and it's like it's just so great to hear him man like
2: And the thing like one of the songs that I had on my list as well, uh, January 28th. I just Mm -hmm. I love that song. I love when he's talking about like, don't give him too much, too much truth. Like Don't let him take control. Like He's talking about that, too. Like he understands like he wants to he wants to spill. But at the same time, like he realizes, like, I can't give you that much information. But what I was going to say is the scariest thing about Cole is right now, I think he's hit like a new level because there was one line in his new album where he literally says, like, even Michael B. Jordan could call my girl and she would screen his, like, she would ignore his call. That's when I was like, okay, this guy's like, now he knows, like, he's so comfortable with everything, like, (laughs) to say that line? (laughs) Like, I don't know, for me, that was like, okay, I was like, okay.
0: And Michael B. can take a lot of people's girls. Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And your mom too. Well, if they're not loyal, that's, I I should put that there, because there are a lot of girls that are loyal and
1: Definitely. Shout out to the loyal ones. Mm -hmm. Ooh, It's getting a bit spicy in there, don't you think? But before we head back and finish the rest of this debate, we're going to take a short little break. Usually, podcasts would have sponsor ads here. I don't, unfortunately. I just want to take this time here to tell you guys to go get yourself a glass of water, yell at the clouds, or message your friends of the hot takes you've been hearing thus far. Or you can hop onto our IG account at bbshopquintetpodcast and email us at podcast at gmail.com for any comments, questions, or any updates or input. Now, we will see you in a few. All right. Well, we'll head into my list next. Then, Um, starting from number five, he's not—he's not the main artist for this track, but because of his verse, um, very well. How do you say it? Um, Easy to use this word. uh, Enunciated, very, very well articulated. Um, The word play is just genius. The way he enunciates each word when it's when it's slowed, his verse slowed down, the word play on there. Um, look both ways before you cross, um, or else I'll kill you. Outside our mine, J Rock featuring J Cole is sitting in my number five. Um, that song also put J Rock on the map. Like, I think just cemented him, besides from, you know, that. What's that one song he had with Kendrick and Future on the Black Panther album? J Rock? Yeah. Put Put me on that bullshit. Na, 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 na. And I freaked it. I freaked it. I don't know, but yeah. I literally, I don't remember what it's called. I'm gonna look it up for you. Yeah, but yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean that song, that song was his biggest radio hit. But in my like I went to see, I actually went to, um the TD tour at Budweiser stage a few years ago and J-Rock was there. Um and he 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 was doing his redemption album when he did outside on Out mine, yeah, King's Dead, thank you. Um when he did Outside on Out Mine, and I heard J. Cole was in it. That, 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 that made me like Camille much more because I was like, how you can get J. Cole on your album or your song without you being a well-known artist is huge. Um, My number four is off of the Born Center album, She Knows. I just like the production on that song. The video is very well done too. Very visual, great storytelling. Just like what Bobby said, J. Cole is a very good storyteller my number three song i think again it's on everyone's list i don't need to say much about it. no role models 2014 forest hill drive that george george bush call was funny <laughs> you know peace sign turn to the middle sign trigger load the trigger oh my god like that shit uh that word play again comes up and i'm like that's it like it is it's great it's great his word play is genius very subtle but genius as well number two again Everyone knows this. I'm a big sucker for um, samples. One of his earlier works, actually, these two songs are from his earlier albums. But this one is one of his biggest songs, arguably. The sample was used from Kanye West's workout plan. And also, I don't know if that sample derived from something else, but I'm pretty sure it did because Kanye's a genius, of course, um, when it comes to sampling and production. But workout on the Sideline Story album is my number two track. And my number one track, Bobby also alluded to this banger, kind of underrated in my opinion. Can't get enough featuring Chase songs, also from the album. I don't know, just that, just that that the steel drums, the island vibe video. I I I can't get enough of it. Like it's so good. But yeah, that's my top five. I had, I mean, from like number my number three, the three, the three that were there was our cemented. The last two was like, bro, I could interchange that with like any of the next 10 songs I had lined up for the honorable mentions list. But I think,
2: like I think this goes for all of us. It's hard Mm -hmm. to argue a list when you look at it and you're like, those songs could have been on my list. (laughs) Like I could have easily put all of the songs that you picked Tony or, Mm -hmm. or Bobby or easy. Like I could have easily taken one of those songs and changed it with one of mine yeah so I'm glad some
3: of you guys I I looked at songs that were on your list and I'm kind of glad that you guys picked them because I didn't you know I mean I didn't want to (laughs) double up on a lot of songs like I looked at she knows a lot because I do love that song yeah and like can't get enough and I just I thought about it but I just I also wanted to cover a little bit of timeline so I'm glad we didn't you know we all vibed on that a little bit there so
1: Mm -hmm. and again we all had our reasoning for our list right like there there's a theme to everyone's list like it was a cohesive list based on what our reasoning was, the flow of it, right? Just like experiences. G- yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Bobby, that was well put. Like anyone's like the only double up song is no role bundles, because I'm I'm sure that just it hits so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, wordplay, the beat, the it's a club song, like it's a sing-along song. It's it's one of the most versatile tracks ever, arguably speaking
3: you know what i think it is is when you're like low-key favorite artist who's not really popular with everybody yet or okay to be popular with everybody yet hits that stage and everybody starts listening to it Mm -hmm. and that's why i think it's such a big deal for like everybody started like that started getting played everywhere at parties and stuff like that like they weren't playing j cole at parties really before no No. right right. and then that became like the song like Mm -hmm. right so i just i agree with you there Tony as well Yeah. yeah
1: Any honorable mentions uh let's start off with easy do you have any honorable mentions
0: oh yeah um i got a few i've wrote, I wrote those ones down. okay honorable mentions so pretty little fears uh, was my was the one i was kind of debating getting into the top five i'm mm. like um, i got wet dreams i got rich niggas honorable mention i got mm. power trip i got trouble mm. i got tribe with featuring bars mm. That's such a really good song. I got workout. I got get off my dick. I got deja vu. And actually, I got pride as the devil from his new from his new Ooh, album. I really like one. that one. Yeah. So yeah,
1: well done, well done, Bobby. Do you have any honorable mentions?
3: Yeah, I know this is audio only, but I would agree with uh, Easy on the uh, Rich Rich N words.
1: Uh, <laughs> I Good was save. honest Good save. <laughs>
3: that, that like that song goes with forbidden fruit. I think just in terms of it's more about the verb, like the verses mm-hmm. It's lyrical versatility. And they like, all right, here's a sample to keep you between verses. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like as a songwriter, I know what that's like. That's mm-hmm. all about verse creativity right there. Right. Like, and that's mm-hmm. why I appreciate those songs so much. Mm-hmm. Let Noss Down also is like, in hip hop mm-hmm. like should be regarded as probably like one of the coolest moments in like post 2000s era because mm-hmm. Nas released a song back to him. He remixed the song and then wrote over it called Made Nas Proud.
1: Oh, uh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. wow. So, I so like,
3: that. yes. J. Cole talks about how workout was him selling out to the album for mm-hmm. the uh, to the label. Sorry. Mm. to get a song to be put out and then he, heard from, one of, he heard from one of his people that Nas heard it and was let down because he was so good. He didn't need to make a radio single. Yeah. Right. And then he felt bad. So he made that song and then Nas heard that song and then made a reply to it and was like, "Nah, I just thought you were going to be like, you're going to be great. Like, you know, I don't know. It was like a reply to it, like forgiving him basically. It was, it's pretty cool. When that came out, it was like unbelievable. You can only get it on SoundCloud. I think you can like get the beginning to end sort of thing with it like remixed all in. I don't oh, know if okay. it's like on Spotify or anything. Yeah, because like of copyrights and stuff. Yeah, but if it's on YouTube, if it's on, you can get it on YouTube too. Okay. It plays like Jake Cole's and then his after sick. So. Um, and then uh, like "Oh My Hand," because like he tells stories of insights of shit that has happened, right? Like "Let Nos Down," <laughs> exactly like that. Like "Oh My Hand," he talks about an incident with P Diddy that happened like ten years ago.
1: Yes. yes
3: about how they got in a fight or like 2013 or whatever they actually got in a scuffle like that was always a rumor and nobody could confirm it or deny it and then like yeah. him just talking about it like i don't know i think the storytelling aspect of him like
1: you also seen the ig that ig video right yeah when, uh, like the new one that he just posted with yeah. him and diddy right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like yo like don't funny. get it
3: twisted don't get it twisted diddy is i don't know if i like, hit by this like, Diddy's 100 percent the gatekeeper of the hip-hop industry. Like him and Jay-Z. Oh, and he has such a big influence. West Coast, yeah. West Coast, East Coast right there. Like, so... Just I watch
2: yeah. the, the... I was going to say, I... watch the Biggie movie. Like, watch the oh, Notorious oh, movie and you'll yeah. see how much of an
1: influence he well, had. Yeah, Diddy oh, made yeah. Biggie. Diddy made Biggie, yeah.
2: Yeah, like if you go
3: to... That's why... You know what I think? That's why J. Cole doesn't live in L.A. J. Cole's barely in L.A. Stay cool, like his studio isn't in LA, like that neighbor song, like is like he's usually in like near like closer to home. And mm-hmm. I just think like possibly that might have been because he didn't have great relationships with P Diddy before.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
3: And I just wonder if P Diddy like kind of runs that town
0: from like an entertainment industry like aspect. I mean, like, who knows what happened between them? Like I know there was an argument that they oh, had.
3: so Kendrick Lamar had released control. Yeah. Where they all do freestyles. And he made a comment about being the king of New York City. Okay. And P. Diddy didn't like that comment. Oh. So he went over to him and was giving him, like, grief about it. That escalated to the point of P. Diddy almost pouring a drink on Kendrick Lamar. When was he was in a club, he, wasn't it? No, it was at the VMA after. Party. Oh, dude. Yeah. That's um, when P. Diddy went to go pour a drink on him, J. Cole intervened. And J. Cole's crew and P. Diddy's crew got in a fight. Oh, so in Lego like, oh, My Lego like, oh, My Handy talks about the last time he got in a fight was with P. Diddy, and that was in 2013. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. so they they've like made up because P Diddy does a uh like does a passage at the end of that ver at the end of that song. Yeah. That's his he voice. Does. Yep. Yeah. So that was like them making up for it sort of thing, right? Mm. I, guess. I don't know if they were I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. That was like um... my most recent one I saw. Sorry, that I saw like he's still continuing to do those sort of storytelling
1: yeah, yeah yeah do you have any more tracks on your honorable mentions
2: no, that's all me no
1: okay all
2: right yeah. ali oh my goodness where do i start,
1: <laughs> just, start. just start <laughs> all right
2: i literally just pulled up like all of his albums on spotify and all the tapes on my itunes <laughs> and mm-hmm. i'm looking at them I'm like oh my goodness i could go through the whole list one song that we didn't mention i think um window Pane," which was on kod i really like that song that one uh, oh, yeah, that one stuck with me quite a bit looking at other songs Land of the Snakes I really like mm-hmm. that one from oh, <laughs> songs. Yeah. and he does there's another song on there where he does like a little freestyle kind of, um, Mo, money? of Mo Money? Mo yeah, Money yeah 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 I like that one too if we go back to like his mixtapes and stuff um, I like Home for the Holidays if you haven't listened to that it kind of resembles Wet Dreams like it kind of has like a oh, similar okay. vibe to it so that one I like that one a lot. Truly Yours mixtapes were a huge hit with me. I really like Chris Tucker with Two Chains. It's just like a fun song. That was just a good song. Cole Summer, which he opens up the Truly Yours 2 mixtape with could be on there. A Tale of Two Cities, yeah, Forest yeah. Hills, and Fire Squad. I, I love cool. those songs. Apparently, like I'm telling you, I could mm-hmm. I you could put whole, the whole album. I, could, yeah. I could I could I could you put could the put, whole album yeah. on there, right? And then you look at like from Cole from like the sideline story, there's the one song I'm trying to see which one it was. Oh, I love Nobody's Perfect because when I saw it huh. with Missy, Missy Elliott, yeah. when I saw it, um, Drake at OVO and he brought out Jay Cole, that was the song that he started with because at the beginning it's like and like he like ro- rose up and everyone went nuts because no one knew it was Jay Cole coming out and the crowd went nuts when he when he started with that one. Rise and Shine is another one that's really good Yo, when they perf- Yo, when
3: they perform nobody's perfect live and he turns the music off and everybody sings that, that shit that was fucking, oh yeah. my like every it's
2: insane it's just, like the nobody's perfect. like it's fucking sick so i know what you're saying there. <laughs> um yeah that one and then i like i said rise and shine just because you hear jay-z at the beginning of that one talking about how like there's a rapper out there right now who's eating a bowl of cereal who's thinking he's gonna come from my spot and i'm gonna find him <laughs> and i'm gonna sign him so like that's just it's just cool to see like it's almost like it was written for him like it mm-hmm. was written for cole to like be where he is today yeah, so yeah i'll stop there because i could keep going
0: oh <laughs> keep
2: going keep going man this is your honorable mention oh my list. goodness I love the Friday Night Lights mixtape. So too deep for the intro. That's mm. one I like. You got it with Wale. Mm-hmm. Like oh. the, the, one, the one line like one man's, one man's trash is another man's treasure. One man's pain is another man's pleasure. It's pleasure. It just right. There's so many in the morning with Drake. We never mm. mentioned that one. And then the one that I almost put on my list just because there's so many rappers on it, but it's not really a cool song is from Good Fridays looking for trouble if you haven't heard good his music verse, good music good yeah, music if, looking for trouble yep. if you haven't heard his verse oh my god Whew. and and then the beat stops at the end and he keeps rapping
4: yep yep
2: and i just uh i literally like <laughs> people can't Yo. see the camera but like i got my hair sticking yep. up huh. <laughs> and one more song that i really like just because it's off his new one my life i really like that yeah one. yeah um, mm. i know it sounds kind of similar to a lot because it has twenty one in it as well, but I really, really like that one. And like mm-hmm. I've been listening to it in the car. My girlfriend and I, we always sing that song because we like mm-hmm. the chorus. Just That's dope. so, so
3: yeah. Song.
1: He's going on tour with that guy. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Is not, he not
1: yep. coming to
3: him,
2: Not coming to Canada though. No, he's not coming nope. to Canada.
0: Uh, man. Jaco hasn't really... come to Canada since what twenty eighteen.
2: It's
1: been a while.
0: He canceled the twenty nineteen tour. Four
1: years old. Uh, like that was the last I time I think he came. I'm going to tell you something. North Carolina might not be the best state to travel to in terms of, like, doing shit. But go get Dreamville festival tickets. That's I got Yo, it.
0: my buddy bought it last year. And then COVID hit. Oh, and it. oh, my goodness. He was going to drive down and everything, bro.
1: That sucks. That sucks.
0: I actually got excited because I was like, yo, if I can actually get tickets, I'll come with. Yeah. that's. But I couldn't so. get tickets. The lineup
1: was nasty, too. I would yeah. say yeah sean was on it yeah SZA. uh yeah going to my honorable mention list i'll just power through here no pun intended first track on this list was power trip miguel wet dreams get off my dick deja vu i just love that bryson tiller fucking sample uh ali you know what's up with that my life great song looking for trouble i'm glad you brought that up (laughs) that that Midget line with the fuck, Oh my god, man! Holy shit! The wordplay, the flow on that is ridiculous. Just, just that, just that song in general. sci high, Kanye West, push a T, and J Cole. Like, oh my.
2: Whatever happened to Sci High the Prince? He I have missing. No
1: Who cares? Who cares? This is J Cole. Out <laughs> J Cole podcast,
2: but I just um, like how he says in that one how he says they say you are what you eat. And I but still, ain't
1: no pussy, but right? ain't no pussy.
3: I like, was like, "What? Let's what? go!" I
2: think I think he dropped that song about killing Kanye West,
1: and then he went missing. <laughs> <laughs> possibly, possibly. Um, yeah, I forgot Big Sean was on that one too. The, like the the pre prime Big Sean too. Rise and Shine, God's Gift, Sideline Story. I mean, that whole album, I just tossed it on there. That, that was my favorite album. So, but yeah. We're going to the question segment, but this is a quick hitter. But we'll start with you, Ali. The song that you think catapulted him into who he is today. I know there was a mention that Forest Hills Drive was an album that made him a B artist into an A-list, A-T artist. What's that song, like, in general, that made him into who he is today?
2: Um, I think one that we actually forgot to mention could be the one that kind of not made him who he is, but I think made people realize who he is um, just because he did it with TLC, Crooked Smile. Uh, Like, it could be that one. Or I think the song Workout really got him, because it was like a radio song, so it really got him well known. But the song that made him who he is, um, if I had to pick one, maybe Love Yours. Hmm. Because if you look at how he is now, he's appreciative of who he is. True. Okay. What he has,
1: maybe, maybe that one. That's a that's a unique perspective. Yeah. Um,
0: easy. Um, the one he said, I think workout is what made people actually listen to him.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. I think that's also more so why 2014 Forces Drive blew up because of, you know, he had like workout. Everyone started listening. It's like, oh wow, he's actually pretty decent. And then 2014 was leaked, Mm -hmm. so it was like when you when an artist album is leaked, then everyone's just like, oh wow, this shit is actually hitting. Mm-hmm. you know and then he had i think no role models in that song that and i think i heard more about january 28 too like once that album was released i feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people like that but i mm-hmm. think workout is what got people to actually start listening to his song because it's one of the first songs like once youtube opened up that you could have watched like the music videos for it you could have watched
4: mm-hmm.
0: and then you could have just seen how it was and i think for me that's what like got his name out there going and then 2014, Forrester's Drive, when it came out, I think No Raw Models people like really got into it as well. So. All
1: right, Bobby, your pick. Um,
3: You know what? Like, I agree be like, I guess there might be like one or two, but like Lights Please was out before that album came out. I feel like back then when we were like at that age, we were sniping songs off before they were released by albums because you had to buy albums to stores anyways. And they were sort of just battling the whole. They hadn't figured out streaming services. They just figured out another way to ring us up for money. Don't worry, like, do you know what I mean? They just it took them a few years to get it done. So they, there was a gray area of being able to download music illegally, right? So, mm-hmm. like, please can't get enough, Mister Nice Watch. Those were three songs that I feel like you could see off the album before like that label actually released it, and I think that was a big deal for him because I think that's what got a lot of people excited. But like
4: mm-hmm.
3: any any song off that album. Including Crooked, Crooked Smile, mm-hmm. I think is off that album as well, right? Like that's a uh, sideline story. Can't get enough. That, that was off Nobody's pro- Oh, OK. Crooked Smile was Born center. Born center, yeah. Well, yeah, so anyone off any like the sideline story in general. But one, and, then, um, and then I do agree, like No Role Models and 2014 Forest Hills Drive was very much like going from being an underground rapper to being like a mainstream rapper. Mm-hmm. Where nowadays, there's not really a difference. You're either not known or you are known, sort of, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, my next question here. Uh, let me see if I want to go controversial yet. Well, we'll Do start it. with... We'll, we'll, stick, we'll stick with the album theme. So, um, Off Season just w- was just released. Again, as I alluded to, or three minutes, it hit number one on iTunes. All those tracks on his um, album made it into the top 40 of top 100 billboard charts. Um, what's your thoughts on the album? Um, let's start off with you, Bobby. Um, what's your thought on the album?
3: I think it's yeah. a really, like, more mature look at him. Like, I don't think it's as much of him talking about things that he's going through. Like, he is, but, like, he's also reminiscing at the same time because he's been through a lot now, and he's not, like, talking about what's going on around him. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh I think it probably deserves to be there. So I'm just going back to reference some, basically I added this whole album to my playlist and I kind of pick things off as I don't like it Mm -hmm. or what I don't really listen to all the time.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. I like my life. Pride is the devil. I think is like this, the radio friendly single off of that. And there's a transition between his verse and little baby's verse. That is, Oh my God. (laughs) So smooth. I, I like, I can't, it's so good. Um, and then as you do a little bit more digging, like on tracks, like Amari, like I think Amari is uh-huh. Eve's Ooh. son's name or something like that. Like his manager son's name. Mm-hmm. But that song in general is really like, it's, it, it's just a very well-written song. I don't think you're going to get a 2014 Forest Hills Drive anymore out of him. No. I uh-huh. you know yeah. mean, I don't think he's on that level. Mm-hmm. Like Pride with the Devil, I think is probably like as far as that was going to go. And then mm-hmm. Let Go My Hand actually resonated with me because like he talks about, like he's saying like, Today, my son said, "I go of my hand, like that's why it's called that." And he talks about like how he's becoming a dad and growing up and maturing. So I don't really think you're gonna get the music that resonates at the like the late twenties age. That would be like more about getting money.
1: So, is so do you think do you think he knows that, and that's why he's already pro? Well, not proclaimed, but put it out in the world that he's had he he only has two more projects in him, and that's it.
3: This is gonna sound really stupid because he doesn't own anything. But as an artist, as someone who's like a fan of him, I trust him that he's not going to let me down whatever releases. He has too much of a craft. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of in the same way that I know in whatever I release, I just have a standard for myself. Like he, like, I, I see what he does now with songs. And like, none of them are ever bad. They might not be for me because they're a different style, but they're never, are, they're never bad. Like they're put together. They're well done. They just might be like him singing a little bit more or like features that I might not agree with or blah, 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 stuff like that. So like, I think he's at a level where he can release whatever he wants to do now. And he knows that he has a following that he's going to make enough money. Like he's going to make money off of it. I don't think he has to gain more followers. Or he doesn't have any more to prove. No. So I think he's releasing these pieces as stories for himself. Mm. As like to look back on and be like, these were moments in my life where I released these albums while I was writing about them. Mm. So he's, more, re- he's, he's more relaxed. Yeah. I feel like it's almost, it'd be like if he was taking pictures of portions of his life, when you write an album, you're sort of painting a pictures or taking your' like you're like stamping memories into audio clips mm-hmm. of yeah. things you were going through that you can reflect on afterwards right so like I understand like I don't know I can I think that's what he's doing with his with his like you saw the list right that he's going down yep. mm-hmm. so I think that that's what he's trying to do and based on periods of his life that he's at mm-hmm. including enough. certain songs but yeah anyways, so you yeah. know No, that's uh, so. I think this was just one of those moments, and so not all the
1: songs are going to be ragers,
3: Mm. right? But they're still going to be good, right?
1: Yeah, they're not. They're not. No offense to Kendrick, but they're not untitled. You know, like yeah, like I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm putting it out there. Untitled. I don't know what the fuck was going on with that.
2: Like no one does (laughs) actually. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's just leftovers.
1: Oh, exactly ali what's your thoughts on the off season
2: so i stayed up till midnight on that friday but <laughs> you both did yeah both that spotify, that spotify was like i'm like waiting and waiting and then i like to listen to like the first thing i do when i look at an album is i just kind of skim through the songs just to see like the beat first i go for the beat and i'm like okay i like this beat i like that beat but then I realized like with Cole, I can't do that. Like it's not about the beats with Cole. It's more lyrical, right? So J. Cole deserves like, more okay. than that. <laughs> right? <laughs> then I was like, okay, I gotta actually like sit down, listen to it. It's like a homework project like a homework project. Yeah. Like you just gotta you gotta analyze it. You gotta see what he where he's coming from, what he's saying, and how the songs flow together and fit. It's a great album. I do like it. Is it my favorite Cole album? No, but will i still listen to it yes i think the problem too was there was maybe like three songs that i'd already heard before the album came out so i was like i'm just gonna skip those because i've already listened The climb back was one yeah Yeah. i've played them enough that i don't need to like listen to them again but the one thing i will say when i did go through the album and i was listening to them the first song i was like okay i think he's got a hype album like this is yeah, the little John, Lil John fucking like, Yeah, on, yeah. I was like, okay, I like this. And then I think the next was Amari. Yeah, Amari was next. And I was like, okay, like Timbo track, you know, you can get a good Tim. It was a different Timbo style. Oh, yeah. like, Timbaland oh, yeah. had a different style on it, but it still worked. The whole album is 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 good. Um, the songs are a little short, like some of them, they're like two minutes, 30 seconds or so. But like I said, like like we said. Cole's comfortable now. He's at a stage mm. where he knows he can put out whatever he wants mm. and he doesn't. And that's what makes him a great artist, I think, because he's no longer concerned about the audience. He's more concerned about this is Putting my craft. story. Yeah. yeah. This is my craft. This is what I want to do. And mm. that's when I think an artist reaches the point where they can be considered a great when they can put out whatever they want. And mm. they're not really concerned about the opinion of the audience that's out there. Cause He knows no matter what he puts out, like Bobby said, no matter what he puts out, like he has his audience, no matter. It's like Drake. Drake's the same way. Drake could like, I think like, I don't want to make this about Drake, but I feel like Drake (laughs) could just like mumble on a track and people would love it. And the same goes with Cole. Like Cole wouldn't mumble on a track because people would like lose their mind, but Cole could tell any story, I think on a track and people Mm. would love it. Like it could be about anything. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh my god! Like <laughs> I, I did that last week. Like Cole's talking yeah. about it now. I gotta listen to it. So yeah, I, I would put the album up there as, as a really great album. I'm not gonna say the best, but a great album. All
1: right. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Don't worry. There's a question about that. We'll get there. <laughs> Easy. What's your thoughts on uh, his newest album?
0: It's one of his weaker albums. This, and I think KOD mm-hmm. is probably one of. His weaker albums that he's released. This one, it takes a while. Like you need to listen to it like two times or three thought or three times, you know, to yeah. try and like actually start getting the feel of some of the songs in it. Mm-hmm. Because if you just listen to like there are other albums like Twenty Fourteen Forces Drive, you listen to it once, you know it's a hit. Mm-hmm. You, know, you listen to specific songs in it if you haven't listened to it before, but in this one, you have to listen to the whole album once, and then you kind of have to recycle through it again because you don't really think it's as good,
4: mm-hmm.
0: right? And then. There they're good songs, like yeah. I think the three that they've said, My Life, Amari, and Pride is the Devil for me are like the top three songs in that album.
4: Hmm.
0: And then afterwards it kind of fades away a little bit. Um, minus the interlude that he did with I think 21 Savage.
4: Yeah.
0: I think minus that, everything else is kind that of it, that below. interlude
1: track, that interlude track was released also as a single beforehand though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And
0: I think that was, like, minus that, I think everything else is below his usual standard. Mm. You know, below, for in terms of, like, For Your Eyes only, um, the Illuminati, Friday Night Lights, mm-hmm. So, at Born Sinner, and 24, 24 was a Drive. So, for me, I was like, it's okay, but you got to listen to it multiple times. You can't just mm-hmm. listen to it once and then just be like... But, I don't know. I think he could have done better. Okay. I guess because he also kind of hyped it up, so everyone just has such a high level of expectation for it, and he never hyped up his albums mm. so so it's like everyone had such a high expectation for it It was like oh can we can we can't wait and i think that kind of like dropped the level i guess in terms of what i was expecting i
2: think the best way like they that you can almost put it is like replay value mm-hmm. how much replay value does this album actually have yeah like what i because you know how like on spotify you listen to songs and then it makes a playlist for you of like on repeat and it has all the songs that you listen to on repeat Mm -hmm. if i look at my on repeat list right now i think i have two songs from this album that's Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. so that's the thing like i haven't really played it as much as i could go back to old cole cds and play them and i would listen to them over and over again but this one I'll buy it because I'm gonna support him Mm because I and I want to have this whole collection. Collection.
1: But honestly, that might be just a state of music of how it's shifting nowadays. Like Mm. there's not many classics anymore. If you think about it, even today's like today's age, you don't find classics, you find songs are for the moment, or you find remakes of classics. Like for example, Justin Bieber's Peaches. Not to not to rip on Justin Bieber, Ali, because I know you're you're a big sucker for him. But he that song was is big. But do you listen to do you hear it anymore?
2: Which song? Sorry,
1: I missed Peaches.
2: Oh, Peaches. Um,
0: well, they
1: it was big. Radio. It was like on the radio, number one for like. well, yeah. radio
0: songs are, are quicker to die out, though. That's a difference. It's like the radio yeah, songs then, when it then, comes but then,
1: out. But then here's the argument, though. There's radio songs from the mid two thousands when we were growing up. They're considered classics,
0: yeah. But that's old, right? That's the difference. It's like like it ages well. Yeah, like but when these, you overplay a radio song now, it doesn't they play it for the one month and then they, they kill it off, and then the next whatever big TikTok or something song comes up, yeah. Know, they and, that. and
1: and that's what I'm saying, the state of music has changed, right? The way we consume yeah. it has changed. Songs and, they know they know that they know how the radio system works, so mm-hmm. that's why they only play songs that only work for that time.
2: But honestly, if you look at Cole. Like, how many of his songs have been on the radio? Not you ever, like, have you yeah. ever heard a Cole song on the radio? Yeah. Like I, I really have to think about it.
0: Yeah. A lot is the only one I can
1: think of. Sorry, what's that, Tony? A lot? 21 Savage? Because it's 21 Savage. Yeah, because it's 21
2: though,
0: though,
3: right? You
1: no, know,
0: it's a liar. 21 song.
3: Pretty Little Fears yeah. was, was on the radio.
0: Pretty Little Fierce, but it's a black song. Yeah. yeah. And so, it's not a like, it's song. Yeah, it's R and B type, yeah. Cold songs don't really go on the radio. It could also be a
3: label thing. Could not be a radio thing.
0: Could be, yeah. We don't know the story. Maybe he'll
2: talk about it in his next album.
1: No, Bobby <laughs> makes a good point though. Could be a label thing because if you compare, like going back to the Kendrick versus Jay Cole thing, there's a there's much more TDE singles out on the radio than Dreamville singles out on the radio.
3: Uh, I think it's more about uh, Jay Z, like I. Uh, I think low key J. Cole wrote a line that said, uh, Don't forget who gave you the blueprint. And I think that's not him saying, I gave you the blueprint. That's him saying, I wrote half of Jay Z's The Blueprint.
2: <laughs> oh, because
3: mm. he has a song on
2: there, he, he does a feature say on
3: there. And like, he wrote a lot. I think, I think right. he was like, you know, party next door for Drake sort of. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, yeah, but for like Jay Z a little bit at the end of his career. And I think. Maybe that was why he had trouble getting onto radio singles. Mm. Mm. But now he's got his own label. So it's not that it's a little bit different now.
1: Yeah, he was with Rockefeller. You're right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. um, My next question here. Well, perfect sideway, actually, since we're talking about Jay-Z. This is very controversial. Kind of alluded to this quite a few times right in this episode. Does he belong in the Mount Rushmore of rap? If not, is he in the conversation? Anyone have any thoughts about that?
3: Jay-Z or Jay-Cole? Jay-Cole. Well, we got different eras going on. What are we talking about?
0: Like,
1: post-2000s. You you guys take it however you guys want to take it. Mount
0: Rushmore is, like, your top four, top five. I
3: get it, but I'm leaving, like, talk and Biggie off of this. Like,
0: do you know what I mean? Like,
3: I can't throw, like, I don't know. That'd be tough. So I'm just doing, like, post-2000s. I
2: I feel like everyone has and biggie like if you're a rap fan you're gonna mention them no doubt so you're just asking if he would be on like our top
1: list no of, yes of like, hip-hop like of rappers oh yes. for like forever like for universally not not, everybody, not knows, everybody
3: knows who the big three is all the question is is who's your fourth <laughs> <laughs> who's the
1: big three
3: Kendrick Drake and Jake
2: right now I don't know. Kendrick's falling
3: off of that pedestal for me a little bit. I got to put someone else on there.
1: You're saying for this era, for this decade. Yeah, for this era right now. Okay. Like still breathing
2: and making music (laughs) for this era. But Tony, you're asking like overall, not just this era, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Is he, would he be, I guess, I guess the question, the question would be, would he even be considered? Yeah. For me? Yes. Oh yeah. hundred
0: percent. I feel like he should be considered Mount Rushmore. Okay. Is with he his storytelling it? abilities, you should be considered much. Oh, easily, yes. Is, he in, the, is he in
1: it? Is he uh, in the top four universally? And, and here's a hot take, though. Here's a hot take I want to say first. Going back to the Tupac and Biggie thing. Personally, for me, I don't have them both. I
0: don't, I don't have them. Tupac. I have Biggie. I don't
1: have Tupac either. I have Biggie. Yes, I'm with you, easy.
2: I do with that, too. I prefer Biggie over Pac.
1: Before I let you off, make sure you check out the Barbershop Quintet Podcast on all streaming platforms. Give us a like, give us a five-star review on Apple Pod, and follow us at Podcast on IG. If you want to be involved as a guest on our panel or have any topics you'd like to discuss about, hit us up on our IG account or email us at BBShopQuintetPodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your fresh inputs and ideas for this pod. Let's be your top five of the day. But because the thing is like this because the thing is this, they like for me, like they, they, when they died, I was three or four. <laughs> like, you yeah, know what i mean and 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 when you guys are younger well except for ali you're you're older than me but everyone else is younger than me right but the thing is like with that being said like they were too young we were too young to know what their music was but i think because they were they died that young and they were already that great at that time the people put them in there no I don't want to disgrace the dead but you know mm-hmm. what i mean like that that's just like they so, got what? catapulted they got vaulted
2: so here's what else is what I will say, the way I put it. Would he be considered in the greats? Yes. Is he in there right now? I'm going to say no, but God forbid, I don't wish death on anyone or anything like that. But if he, was to, if he was to pass away, I, I feel like people would put him on that list right away. Just because of that? Not just because of that, but it just so it, it's it sucks. But like you almost become more famous once you're dead. 100%. Because you become immortalized, you become 100%. immortalized, right? It's like you look at you look at some people where, like, no offense to anyone, like the rappers that have died, like they're all great and stuff, they're good. But like, people are out here telling me that Mac Miller is better than like Jay Z or like better than Nas.
0: Yeah, I'm like come come on. I've heard the Mac Miller comparisons. One, well. the one thing that pissed me off was like Juice World. Yes. Yeah, like is, I is didn't that, like it. Yeah, it's <laughs> like Juice World was gonna be like one of the goats. I'm just or, like, hey, yo, chill, or or X or, or
2: whatever his name
3: was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I although mean- Mac Miller was great, like Mac Miller was in his own lane. I can't, I can never. I would say it's apples to oranges on that comparison, and not just because of like, not just because of race by any means necessary. But like, I just feel like Mac Miller rapped about different shit. He just had a different yeah. style. Do you, know what you mean it was like? It was, they just, I don't know. It just, I don't or think he, he's better than Jay-Z, but I don't think Jay-Z would rap the same way or as good as Mac Miller raps or vice versa.
1: Well, here, here's, here's a rapper I'll, I'll toss out. No disrespect to this guy either, but he's in the same lane as Mac Miller, Nipsey Hustle. I've never heard of I was Nip, Nipsey Hussle's Nipsey name ever until he passed away. Stop it. Really? No, I'm, I'm serious, yeah. Oh, man.
0: My yeah, sister knew who Nipsey
3: Hustle was because her cause her his wife was on Love and Hip Hop. Lauren <laughs> <Lord laughs> London?
1: Yeah. <laughs> but she's a video oh. vixen, bro. But Nip- I even know Lauren London more than Nipsey Hustle. Yeah, because you know
2: uh, Lauren London probably because you watch ATL with T I.
1: No, I don't. I, I heard him on that the first time I heard Nipsey Hustle was
3: on that Fast and the Furious track. Or was that was that a Fast and the Furious track? Sure. I
2: have no idea. Yeah, um, no, no,
3: sorry. I think I'm getting confused with another one. But It was before
2: he passed away. Yeah, no, I saw something big. I knew Nipsey because of like his, he had like the, the uh, marathon mixtapes. Like I knew those before I was a fan Mm -hmm. of Nipsey. I wasn't like the biggest fan, Mm -hmm. um, but I was a fan of him. Would he be in my Mount Rushmore? No, no, I would say no, but Cole. Yes. I'm putting Cole in there for me, at least. I don't know about other people, but for me, he falls under that category is he in the top four? For me yes because I, I just I, I would say Cole and Drake are my favorite like
1: okay let's say let's say universally it, speaking because that's what the question is right universally speaking is he in there? By universally like majority, me, majority 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 or for like, of like the what, world of the hip hop culture of the hip hop culture.
2: I think he gets missed.
1: Hmm.
2: I don't think people um, would put him on there. Yeah, like if we're talking, unless rap, yeah, radio, unless they're like real, or... real hip hop heads, real like hip hop heads, like they know hip hop, they they're not just listening to the stuff that's on the radio. Um, I don't think he gets mentioned because he's not on the radio, so I don't think he gets mentioned universally. No discredit to Nipsey, like he was so
3: he was pre like he was saying such good stuff that I think a lot of the the. I don't want to call it clout because it's not clout, but a lot of like the attention came from also like that, like doing what he did with the mixtapes and like the, what he was able to do was on his own. And then also like what he was doing for his community as well. But I don't think like he wrote as much music or was as like, do you know what I mean? I feel like I would put him on my rush month. Like that's like J Cole isn't saving his community, but he's a little bit more introverted, right? Like, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Like, so I think it's just like it's two different things. I don't know with Nipsey, at least.
1: No, not Maybe. for you, Bobby. Is would he would J. Cole be considered in the top four or in the top four universally?
3: I think so. I think if he died tomorrow, he'd be like, talk, biggie. Okay, Cole. let's just say he's not dead. <laughs> let's just say it right now. Sorry, we're breathing <laughs> really Um, honestly, it's kind of scary that there are a lot of, of entertainers are dying so fast before you can even find out how great they're going to be. Yeah. Like when you yeah. mentioned like Juice Roll and stuff like that. So it's And Pop Smoke too. Yeah,
1: I love Pop Smoke
3: right now. I, I love, love Pop Smoke. You. I was looking forward to that. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that's... So, Uh, I would put J. Cole 110%. I would put J. Cole up there.
0: Okay. Easy? Yeah, he's in my top four. And I think that's just because I don't place Pac in it. So for me, my top four is No Order. It's like Jay-Z, Biggie, j cole and drake so it's like and i think like just because of the amount of like Im- impact that they've all had mm. you know in terms of the just you know their respective i guess genres j cole um jay-z in the 19 like early 2000s like with the rap scene you know big with the impact they had in the 1990s even though i wasn't born that i listened to a lot of his music still mm-hmm. so you know that's when i started to like i guess get into rap more often and then with Drake, the impact he's had in the past over a decade, right? And like J. Cole, just his storytelling ability and the way he used with his music, his flow, his lyrics. So I think for me, those four might not rush. Me. But I do think, yes, even without him dying, you know, I understand why people won't put him in just because of, you know, certain lists. But for me, I think he should be in most people's top
1: four. That's just my say okay all right all right so i got one final question here then we'll head into the buzz cat round. please rank his albums from bottom to top now we're gonna exclude friday night lights just because we're just gonna work with his albums um so i don't know if you guys need me to read it out but i'll bring up here
2: um i can do my list right now if you want Oh, if you want. Yeah, go
1: ahead. If you have it, go ahead.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, for me, Forest Hills is first, then the Sideline Story, then Born Sinner, then For Your Eyes Only, then KOD, and then the offseason.
1: So that's top to bottom. Yeah.
2: Okay. Offseason is the least. Uh, Interesting.
1: Okay. Least one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Easy. All
0: right. 2014. Mm-hmm. Forest is my first. Born Center is my second. For your eyes only is my third. Sideline story is my fourth. KOD is my fifth, and
1: the Offseason is my sixth. Oh, very similar endings. Okay. Yeah. Bobby. Uh,
3: 2014's first. Mm-hmm. Sideline story second. Mm-hmm. Born Center third. Mm-hmm. Fourth would be. Uh the off season and I'm trying to leave. I can't figure out which one to leave off KOD or for your eyes only, but I'm going oh, to have to K- leave any
4: off.
3: <laughs> Well, like I'm going to kick off KOD cause I like, it was good, but it was more like a fuck you to like the little kids. Um okay. I just, and in terms of like some of the stuff that it, it was when he was talking with uh little pump, oh, They were like trading yeah. shots back and forth. Yep, and I remember that
0: um, little, whatever, <laughs>
3: little, whatever. Yeah. Little whatever. So for your eyes only, would be fifth, and then, sorry, uh offseason would be fourth.
1: Okay. All right. Perfect. All right. Let's recap our lists again of our top five J. Cole songs. Easy, if you can please recap your list for us, please.
0: All right. So for me, my top five songs, number five was Album of the Year Freestyle. My number four was Is She Gone Pop? Sorry, my number my number three was Illuminati. My number two was Sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And my number one was No Romance.
2: Mm-hmm. Ali. Number five was Wet Dreams. Number four was Trouble. Number three, No Role Models. Number two, Who Dat? And number one, Get Off My Dick.
1: Who dat? Who dat? And Bobby?
3: Uh, number five was Forbidden Fruit slash Neighbors. Number four was Lights Please. Number three was Lost Ones. Number two, Love Yours. Number one, role, No Role Models.
1: Perfect. Thank you, gentlemen, for your time today um, and your list and in your insight as well so from my number five outside of mine off of the j-rock's redemption album um number four she knows off of born sinner number three no role no role models number two uh workout and number one can't get enough featuring trey songs both off the sideline story hey y'all as you heard, sadly, I do not have sponsors, but I do have very amazingly talented friends and apps that i like to share and shamelessly plug in here. The stunning and sleek hand-drawn and hand-painted logo that you've seen, go check my friend Ashley at her IG account at ashley.bydesign That's dot for your creative and artsy needs. And now for a banger of an intro and outro, check out my musically talented mastermind friend, Dylan, at his IG account, at by Dylan. That's at B-Y-D-I-L-L-E-N. For all of your music production and beats, two apps y'all need to try out, Canva, where I have created some of my social media content and promo from, and GroovePad. For the sick West Coast transitions you heard, Before this plug and right before we get back to the program now go check them out and we'll be right back okay so now we're gonna head into the buzz cut laying around but before we do that of course you gentlemen have been on multiple well bobby you've been only on one this will be your second one but everyone else has been on multiple podcast right so y'all get the gist but i'm just gonna refresh for bobby here and the listeners at home on how this round goes so again you you'll have to quickly formulate a convincing buy and an argument on top five lists or topic my choosing no no briberies if you guys have dreamville tickets or plugs or hookups or anything or um you know his rolling loud fucking stop i'll take those tickets gladly because i'll get double So i'll renew my passport i'll fly out but i'm not gonna I'm not going to sway my answer to uh, your liking. So answers can be as unique, original as you want it to be. No need to be logical or illogical here. Based on those arguments, I, the decider, will pick which answer will resonate with me the most. However, only catch is that each guest has a total of 50 seconds for the argument. Go over the time where they can't finish the argument, they'll get penalized points, and I may give the oppositional guest the advantage. So before we bring up the random number generator again, let me bring up the topic for our guests for today. As usual, I brought up the topic for the guests in advance. I'll give some context on why this topic came up to mind. Actually, during the playoffs, once it started, I had a basketball podcast. And one of the guests is actually a mutual friend of all of ours. Maybe Ali. I don't know if you met him, but Easy and Bobby knows who he is. Um, Tanoi Biswas. That buzz cut line around question for that episode particularly was, give me a, a peculiar NBA player who is very low key that you think would drop an album, what's his first single? Just because Kawhi Leonard is dropping an album, if people didn't know already. Kawhi is drop-
0: Wait, Kawhi?
1: Yeah, yeah. You can find out on Bleacher Report. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's why I brought up that question. And uh, uh, Tanoy, I don't know if he's, I don't know if J. Cole a peculiar character or not, but Tanoy brought out this. He said he kind of, he kind of, I guess, bent the rules a bit and he found a loophole and he said, you know what? He's gonna get signed by the Charlotte Hornets. He's gonna have a 10-day contract. And then he's gonna not continue his NBA career. And the song that J. Cole is gonna make is gonna be called 10 Day. So I'm mm. like, that's a really good fucking answer. Holy shit. But he didn't win. He must be
2: he must be a chance the rapper fan, because that's chance's first mixtape. 10 Day." I don't
1: know. I'm not I'm not quite that <laughs> sure. you. You'll have to link, i have to link you guys up together sometime. But that's because um, he got
2: suspended. Yes. <laughs> Yeah,
1: But yeah, no, that, that, so that brought up a question for me because I'm like, that, that's a very interesting question. So we all know the world knows that J Cole wants to make it to NBA and making it to Af- basketball. African league was a step towards that. Unfortunately, this contract he signed was for three to six days and he fulfilled that contract and he had to fly back. So with that being said, his dream is still up in the air and I mean, he's he's mid-30s now. He might be past his prime for being in a pro, ball, pro basketball league, but let's just say he does, or let's just say he gets picked up by the big three. The question for you gentlemen here today is, if he makes it in to the NBA, let's just say, and wrote a song based on his, on his experience in the league, what would the song title be called and would it feature anyone on it? Or is it just a solo record? So, before we head into your answers here, gentlemen, let's hit up the random number generator quickly here first. So because easy, you got the number right the first time. Can you please give me a number between one to 25, please?
0: 19 still.
1: 19. Okay. Allie. Sorry, you were the second person to get it right. So I'll go with two. Two. Okay. Oh, uh, Come on. All right. Bobby, what's your number? 15. 15. So 19, 2, and 15. So it's still saying number 17. We're spinning three, two. (laughs) All right. uh, Who chose number 15? Easy? Uh, um, No. No, I did. Bobby? It's silent number 16. So, Bobby, you got to go first. Easy, you got to go second. And then, Ali, you got to go third, Um, which I I don't know if it's a win or a loss based on your guys' answers today. But um, we'll see. We'll definitely see. So, Bobby, do you have your answer ready for me? I do. All right, let me just put on timer here and I'll get you counted down. So, Bobby, your 50 seconds starts in three, two.
3: I got a little excited last time, so I said this. Um, (laughs) I thought that J. Cole would make a song called Six Man featuring Drake. Like... Uh J Cole would never be a starting lineup. Like he's in mid thirties. Like the best he's gonna do is gonna be like a morale player for a team that's like, oh my god, we have a rapper on our team. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I also feel like Drake is sort of getting to the point where he needs to hand off his talent too, and he's like, so I uh, I just think like sixth man would be a great song, and then the two of them together would be like achieving other greatnesses, right? Like as fathers and stuff like that. Anyways, mm-hmm. that would be. Uh, if you got into the NBA and released a song, I think it'd be called Sixth Man.
1: Okay. See, we don't know who's gonna win this. I mean, that that was when you sent me that yesterday. I was like, save your takes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is good. Yeah. But but I will, I, will, I have I have a little thought on that. Um, maybe a change of a title. Well, I'll let you know yeah, after okay. everyone shared their list. Easy, you had it next. Uh, do you have your buzz cut laying around question? Answer for yes. me, sorry. Yes. All um, right. So your buzz cut line around starts in three, two. Well, my, my answer, I
0: think, is going to, my title is going to be called Snubbed because I feel like he's going to be given, like, the exact same thing is going to be given, like, a 10-day contract, and then he's just going to be cut just okay. for the idea of him just having that experience of being in the NBA, okay. but not because it's, like, a team would actually need him. Okay. And then he's going to feature... Dame Lillard on it.
4: Oh, Lillard
0: has been snubbed from the all NBA team. First, first all NBA team this past year. And he wasn't even considered in the MVP voting after the kind of numbers he put up earlier on.
1: So, okay. Gonna, right.
0: That's my take.
1: Okay, okay, okay. This is getting tougher, gentlemen. Wow. Allie. I don't know if it was good for you to go third or not. But, uh, Allie, you <laughs> got Allie, this. We got do this. You have, do you have your buzz cut laying around? Answer yes. for me. Yes, I do. Allie, your buzz cut line around starts in three,
2: two. Song is called A Brick Ain't a Brick. It's J. Cole featuring 21 Savage, Lil Wayne, and Shaquille O'Neal. If you didn't know, <laughs> Shaq used to rap. So you got to put him on there. And A Brick Ain't a Brick fits Shaq because he can't seem to hit a free throw. So that is fitting. Lil Wayne just comes in just to have some cool punchlines in there. Cole's talking about rap and he's comparing it to basketball like bricks. Like a brick is like a pound. And then... 21's on there just because his voice and in the background just 21, 21, 21. So I think that
0: would be that would be my that would be my rap song for Cole. I mean, I would rather name the song Free Throw if you had Shaq in it. Because they actually named this bull Free Throw because he couldn't make one. Sorry, Shaq.
1: (laughs) Slander. No one came. It's not slander. Um, You should have just featured Paul George in it. I mean, jeez. Call it, call it rated 8, 18, not peachy <laughs> Call it polyester. <Paul> <laughs> All entertaining answers for sure. Yeah, take, um, a sip of
2: that, take a sip of that tea before you make that decision.
1: It's it's water. I'm gonna just oh. clear my throat. A tea. There doesn't have to be because uh yours is easily the third place, my friend. Jeez. <laughs> I guess, a,
2: I guess a brick is a brick, then.
1: Uh, a brick isn't a brick when you airballed it, my friend. Um, Shaq can't rap, bro. I'm sorry. Um, That's why I wanted him on of- there. <laughs> it, was,
2: it was a joke song. Because I feel like Cole's, um, Cole's NBA career wouldn't be for real.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Um, the, comedic, the comedic part of it was good. I want to say that. But. Thank you. I'll give you that much. And and the thought between behind it and just adding 21 Savage just for the 21, 21 corner, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's all you added from, which is great because he's been featured on multiple songs. They, they done work together. Um, but for him for being used for that only is hilarious in itself. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry. The other two was just much better and it sucks. You don't watch basketball. So that's the thing. Um, I used to not so yeah, much. Yeah, you used anymore. to, you oh. used to. That's why you use Shaq as a reference. I, mean, hey, that's why I didn't I, go
2: with Paul George. <laughs> I went with Paul
1: George because it's relevant um, last night. <laughs> but um, uh, let's go. Let's see number one or two. So before I, I figure out who who I pick, like, I got a few thoughts on both of your tracks, Bobby and Easy. Um, let's start off with Bobby first. Bobby, I love your Drake mention. Um, a lot of work they've done together, and of course we already alluded to it, right? Drake and j cole if they made an album or they made a track people would like suck that up like that's that's easily um, yep. a hitter the one thing that i had that I had was i love your reasoning about him being mid 30s and not being a starter for sure i don't think he'd be a starter for a bad team anyways no. but I, I don't think he'd be a six man i think he'd be on the bench like a rotation like a seven eight nine tenth man and that's yeah. where the title should have been changed from a six man and I get it. You're playing with the six gods, six man, uh, like yeah. that that whole theme. But for the Raptors' sake, bench mob man. Bench or mob. mob bench mob because they had that we the North thing with the Raptors, yeah. where the bench was like the best bench in the league, right? So yeah. Um, but I, I like how you played with that. That that's probably the only thing I'd I'd really change about it. But and then for easy, I mean, I wasn't expecting anything less from you in terms of basketball, and you're like. That Dame, that Dame pick was, I I I was I was expecting that actually. Not going to lie to you, because you you and I watch ball like religiously. But Dame has been snubbed, and him the reasoning as to J Cole naming his song "Snub" is is validating. It is is quite it's justifiable in a sense, right? With that being said, the one who gets snubbed today, oof. Sorry, Bobby.
4: Sorry, ah.
1: Bobby. yeah it's good it's gonna be easy who takes the yeah. W today oh man there's just so much like you said Ali there's tea in that like Damian Lillard has been snubbed again and again and again and I think I think if you, if you put if you put if you put that in terms of comparing rappers and NBA J Cole is a Damian Lillard of the NBA Oh yeah. He, he even references Damian Lillard. It uses a sample from Damian Lillard's fucking um, one of his uh, playoff games yeah, in awesome. one of his songs in the off season. That's yeah. how layered it is. I mean, I'm surprised Easy didn't bring that up, but yeah.
0: Like he told me what the question was in the busca lightning Run, and I immediately told him I already had my answer. Like it wasn't <laughs> <Yeah>. even like <laughs> it, was <Just laughs> it was instant. Like- it was like fifteen seconds. I was yeah. like, "Yeah, I got it." <laughs> no, yeah, so, the- hey, that was me too.
1: <laughs> yeah, that soundbite was. Oh, I was like, bro, I've heard mm-hmm. that somewhere, and and when they loaded up on Bleacher Report that same night where he. He lost, I believe, that game. Easy. I don't know if he lost or won that game, but he played that won
0: that game. That was the game that he won to get them into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, he dropped like 50 or something like that, right? Or that night or something. Yeah. And and that game and that album was just it was just perfectly timed. I don't know how like how perfect the duel could be. Like, and Dame can rap, unlike Shaq. That's why I have him <laughs> over yours, out. <Ali. laughs>
2: oh, I knew Shaq couldn't rap. <laughs>
1: yeah. And Dame, <laughs> I if, anything, if anything, I think Dame would be able to get Lil Wayne easier than J. Cole. That's just my hot take on his track because Dame has had Lil Wayne on his tracks a few times, right? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dame Dalla, research him up. He's a really good rapper. Um, look up Dwayne Wade. He's better than Andrew Drummond. Yeah, and Dwayne Wade. He's better than Andre Drummond and Dwayne Wade as a rapper. And Marvin Bagley and all these, you know. But <laughs> that aside, again, thank you again, gentlemen, for your time today and your perspective and your insights. And again, we, as cheesy as sounds, we all take the W because we have someone in this industry, um, in this music world, that's deemed to be one of the greatest in our generation, if not one of the best of all time. And I've actually read a, a little fact here to, to wrap things up here. He was born in Germany. Imagine if he didn't come to North Carolina, USA.
2: Cole was born in Germany? Yep. Oh, wow. I
0: actually did not know that.
1: Imagine if he didn't come to the States. We wouldn't have heard him at all. Wow. We right? would have
0: heard German versions of him. Yeah, but it wouldn't <laughs> be and the they same. It have buffed off as much, but. It would have been yeah. Cole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so thank you, gentlemen, again for your time today. Thank you, now okay. before we uh before we head off here for the listeners at home, where can they find you at home? So easy, since you won, you won, you walked away with the W. Can you please give us your social media handles?
0: Um, you can follow me on Instagram at e underscore z e e k k. Twitter, I re- recently act- reactivated my Twitter account, uh-huh. so it's <laughs> easy as A B C. Yep. back on that Twitter life. Yep. So I stopped streaming for now, but if you want to look back up when I get back on. Hmm. It's also gonna be twitch Tv slash easy as ABC. So all right, perfect. And you, play,
1: and you play you play uh the do uh was it Call of Duty, right? Yeah, but one? I'm I'm waiting till Battlefield Two comes out,
0: and then once Battlefield Two comes out, I'm gonna be streaming that fully.
1: All right, and we if you want to change one. from the Call of Duty scene. And there you go. And then if anyone wants to catch any hands or smoke, uh, go get them on Call of Duty, so or Battlefield. So thank you again, Easy, for your time today, and really appreciate uh, your uh, insight as always. And for you hopping on, and I'll see you soon, my my good friend. So moving on to my second guest here, Bobby. If you can please give us your social media handles as to where the uh, listeners can listen, find you at home, and also what work you're doing right now.
3: My Instagram is Bobby Grish Music. Uh, you can find me the same on Spotify. All one word. I am currently working on some songs that I'm not really sure if I'm going to release an album or not, or if I'm going to release some as singles. Mm. Um, to be honest with you, it just—it's more of a cat. It's more of like a pastime instead of it. So it really has to do with like. The money because it costs a little bit to get everything up and going. But that's fair. There's some new music on the way before the end of the summer. That's for sure. I got some songs that I'm really excited to release. Uh, uh, And yeah, that's it. And I appreciate you having me on. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. And again, like when we recorded for that producing um, podcast, I told you right off the bat, I need you on this one. So thank you for your time and thank you for. hopping on because uh, no. again your insight is always appreciated so um appreciate and uh take care my friend we'll talk to you soon okay
3: you as well, you as well. thank
1: you thank you and last but not least ali hanging bricks after bricks um what's your <laughs> what's your social media handle for everyone at home uh,
2: i'm just i don't have twitter or anything so i'm just on instagram it's ali super seven that's a-l-i-s-u-k-r-u i don't really post anything that's gonna be beneficial to people unless you want to see like couple stuff it's all me and my girlfriend that's pretty okay. much it so go follow Bobby and go follow easy get his yep. twitch going get get Bobby's music out there I yep. still have um 905 your music no Bobby Bobby's song 905 is always I have that on my playlist
1: oh I'm, I'm talking about <laughs> what about your music
2: I haven't been really doing much music I because I'm doing my teaching now so that's mm that's where my focus is so Fair but enough. you want to follow me on instagram go for it thank you yeah and perfect. thanks for, thank thanks you. thanks for having me
1: no thank you thank you again my good friend really appreciate it and we'll we'll talk real soon we have a few lined up for the next few weeks so again for our listeners at home if you enjoyed this pod today or have any thoughts or debates or lists you want to submit for us to debate about feel free to follow us and hit us up at our ig account at or email us at bbshopquintetpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you can give us a follow, a five star review on Apple Pod, and subscribe to us on all streaming platforms, and let's be your top five of the day. Cheers.